Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Comics Pals Reviews. I am your host, Sean, joined today by none other than Pete. Yo! And everyone's second, third, fourth favorite member of this crew, Tyler. <laughs> Sound like my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and I only have one brother, too, so it's extra confusing. That's harsh. I mean, there are four of us, so if you're the last favorite, you know, that's that's still okay. Still better than Kale. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Sure. And who yeah, can you really beat Marco? Like he's he's good with kids. Like I don't know if he's good for kids, but he's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids love him. You know. Yeah. What can you do? He's like the uh, cuddly animal sidekick of the group. Exactly. That has a very suspect nightlife. Uh, we're going to be talking about <laughs> three of this week's biggest books. We've got uh, Ram V's newest joint, Radio Apocalypse. Well, that's a nice cover. Yeah. Yeah. Check that it is out. sick. Sean. That Sean. But, uh, not to stop you right, right in your tracks, but. You know how to pick the good covers. I will say that. Thank you. You know what? I appreciate that. I, I pride myself on that having aren't the taste. expensive variant ones. Like, you yeah, know, exactly. you're not a madman. I, no. I get that. Yeah. No, I think the most I've ever spent on a variant cover is $12. I accidentally got a Midtown Comics shipment in the mail once um, that wasn't supposed to be sent to me uh, full of variants that were very expensive. Oh, and oh, shit. I kept it. Yes. Damn right. You did. <laughs> Did they hit you up for it or no? This is there were those were they were like the uh, Avengers versus X Men variants that were like the special ones. It was like Magneto fighting uh, Iron Man. Right. I think it was yeah yeah the Mark Brooks Sick. ones. Those were they were yeah. Uh, well, we've got uh, Batman Secret Files, the Gardener number one, and last but not least, uh, the book that is going to be on hiatus uh, from now until who knows when soon. Yeah. Uh, nice house on the lake, number six. So three big books that we're excited to talk about. Before we dive into that, I do want to let you guys know how you can support the show and the channel. Follow, rating, review, wherever you listen to us. Catch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the comics pal. Subscribe for free if you haven't. We are on the road to 500 subscribers and we need your help. Uh, but we're not just asking without giving. We've got great content on there that we would love for you guys to check out that if you're an audio-only listener, you might not have ever seen before, like our YouTube-exclusive uh, New York Comic Con interviews that we've done, not just from this year, but years past. There's tons of cool stuff over on our YouTube channel. Go check that out. Listen to our Wednesday reviews of Image Comics. Every single Wednesday, we review Image Comics day and date. And if you want to hear your comments read on the air, listen to our main show, The Comics Pals, which drops every single Monday, where we talk about the characters you love and all the places you can find them. So without further ado, let's jump into Radio Apocalypse, number one. This is a vault comic book, probably our first vault comic uh, yep. review on the show. I think so. Yep, I was thinking about that. Yep. Yeah. Took, took Rom V to, uh, <laughs> to get us to go into the vault. Uh, so we've got Rom V, we've got uh, Anand Ark, RK. Um, they, I know they have a much longer name, but that's how they are uh, credited here. Sure. Uh, Anisha on colors and Abidikar on letters. Um, and it starts with a an ask. Rom's got a Rom's got an ask for us. He basically wants us to listen to any song that is referenced in the book. So before we even talk about the book, when you saw that, did you decide that you wanted to take that plunge and did you do it? You asking me if I listen to Springsteen during this? Yes. 
No, I had something else playing. <laughs> I like too. to play uh, uh, exotica music when I'm listening to uh, when I'm reading comics. Not erotica music. It's different. It's like tiki background music. Okay. That's an <laughs> that's interesting choice, but in. sure. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I listen to. Yeah. I absolutely I believe that. Yeah. I believe that without an, a shred of hesitation. Either that or like old timey big band music that you would like feel on the terror of terror right sure. <laughs> right let's do, i didn't i didn't i didn't listen to the springsteen mentioned in this so no i didn't either i uh i have a hard time listening to music while i read comics like i, I find it to be kind of distracting yeah. um i've, I've got i i have trouble dividing my attention um mm-hmm. when i'm trying to read specifically it's not good for me so um, if I was going to do a second read, I'd maybe give it a shot, but on first one, you know, especially knowing we were going to come and chat about it, I, I wanted to make sure I was really drinking it in. I especially can't with, listen- lyri- with lyrics, actually, like with music with lyrics, can't yeah, do that. I, it's I'm- really hard. Yeah. If, it, if it's instrumental, that's, that's a good yeah. point. That's a different story, yeah. but like Muse and Bruce Springsteen, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't do rap, but I can do anything else. Um, but I, I, I've mm. never ever in my life listened to a bruce springsteen song on purpose i've only ever been uh just surprised with, to it yeah <laughs> there you go that's a better word. um and unfortunately i wasn't gonna allow rob to subject me to the springsteen um but i will say <laughs> that's how i feel about muse so <laughs> what, is, what are you is it was he gonna waterboard you like what <laughs> subject subject me to springsteen listen Jeez, to the boss that bad Come on, I no, mean, I, Pete, you're a Jersey guy, right? That, that's got to be offensive, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any ill will towards the boss. No, yeah, well, um, when I hear his music, I want to run. So, um, <laughs> solid <laughs> joke, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just couldn't do it, but I will say I agree with Pete. Second read, I would do it, and if it was a song that like I know already, I'd be more inclined. But the idea that I'm going to put the book down to go put music on feels. Im- anti-immersion and i'm one of those people who really needs to kind of fall into the book so this needs a spotify playlist i feel like where you can just go and it's like all the music lines up and you can just pop it on i thought there was going to be a a, like a link here that i could copy you know that i could Uh, type in and that i would have done they should have done a qr code oh Mm. that would have been really good yeah you could have just popped right in oh like a spotify playlist with yeah yeah yeah. because you could you could put it right under rom's message yeah why not? You sp- scan go, with your what, camera. What muse sick. song? What muse song was referenced in this? I, I missed uh, it. What? It's the second page. It's uh, the record Blackout. is it's Blackout by Muse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. Well, we none, none of us elected to listen to the music, but does that affect the quality of the book? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. Uh, I can't imagine how it would. How do we feel about the book? I liked it. Um. I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. You know, we, we've I feel like it's it's always weird how trends line up, right? Like there's been a lot of like post-apocalypse indie books this year, um, all with kind of like it's post-apocalypse. But here's the twist. Well, last week we reviewed a book that's literally post-apocalypse plus music. What's right. the furthest place from here? Right. And it's same vibe as this. Right. And I, I, I also enjoyed that that uh first issue and i think for me like when it comes to a a good post-apocalypse story it needs to have a hook you know and the idea of this 
uh, world kind of centering around um, the last like radio station in existence was something that appealed to me in the same way that I thought that um, uh, for this place from here, like I liked that like it was a bunch of these like punk kids that are like hiding out in a record store, you know, like it's like, okay, cool. Like there's, there's a novelty to that. And it, it kind of reminded me of um, what I think a lot of people find appealing about like fallout where it has that, Oh, it's post-apocalypse, but also it's like golden age America. And like that, kind of like weird Americana like positivity angle you know what I mean like and that that makes it a unique hook rather than just like oh it's grim dark it's dour it's the end of the world it's you know this feels like it's a book that's more about like uh hope in the face of the end of the world or, or like the triumph of you know like artistry and the human spirit and those things it's like why would you uh continue to run a radio station it's like because that's an incredibly human thing to do right Sure. And that appealed to me, you know? And I think on top of that, like, the art I, I thought I found was to be really appealing. Like, I thought it, it had a really unique style. And, like, some of the colors are really, like, bold and pretty dynamic. And, you know, like, it's, you know, I don't know. I think for a first issue, it probably could have done a bit more to, you know, maybe, like, ground the reader with in terms of, like, where, where are we going from here? But in terms of just it being a way to give us a slice of this world and kind of, you know, what what the elevator pitch for the tone and rhythm of it are, yeah. I, I, I found it to be to be good at that. And I, I, I found myself really enjoying it. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Pete on this one. Um, I was getting and speaking of New Jersey music artists. I was getting like a, a, a true lives of the fabulous Killjoy sort of feel from this. Mm. Um, it's like this po- this post-apocalyptic world where there's this, you know, radio station that's kind of keeping everyone sane in a way mm. uh, in this weird world. Sorry, I'm getting hounded by cats. I have two of them on here now. <laughs> um, and it, it's, I do like, I am tired of the whole apocalypse and it's just this shitty world where nobody's happy. Like, I think that, that I think in the back matter or something in this book mentions that this is a story about, you know, love and heartbreak, really. Um, right. It just so happens to be a, in an apocalyptic setting, um, which, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought the, the, the coloring by Anisha was really good. Um, yeah. it, it's not the type of coloring I would expect from a, a post-apocalyptic book. It's got like this weird pop art, um, super like neon colors, which again, kind of a Killjoys vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, I really liked it. I, I liked how stylized the character work was like, it was a little, a little, uh, scratchy, a little dirty. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. Um, yeah, I, I had, I had fun with this. I'm not sure I got the hook just yet. I feel like we need mm-hmm. to have, I guess our two protagonists kind of really interact first before I can understand like, where is this going? Um, but, uh, I did enjoy it so far. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I, w- I guess I was a little bit less hot on this one than you guys. I really, really like Rom V. You know, we review the Swamp thing, and I'm always high on that. And there's just nothing that um, he's done so far that I don't like. Um, but uh, it's not that this is the first book he's done that I don't like. It's just that I didn't, I couldn't find myself in this one um, the way that I was hoping to. Yeah. Um, I, I like the 
the initial concept. I think it's pretty cool. You know, like you guys said, the radio station that's kind of keeping everybody sane. That's that's interesting. Uh, I guess I wish it had leaned a little more into that in the first issue. Um, it's definitely sure. there, but there's also like a lot about, you know, um, Callie being, you know, astray and is she going to live or die and stuff like that. And that's, you know, that's fine. Um, but it, it didn't, it didn't give me enough of what I, what I was most interested in, I guess. Um, it kind of, I feel like I've read a lot of stories with a very, very similar hook within the last year. Even Geiger is kind of similar where, you know, it's always just, oh, or is this person going to make it to the safe house or are they going to die outside? And, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I've, I've been here a lot this year. Yeah. Um, and so that, that, that took away from it for me. And then the art, I kind of found it was difficult to get into. It's real scratchy, like Tyler mentioned. And that coupled with the crazy coloring made it difficult to tell who was who sometimes, um, and, and, and things like that. It's not bad by any means. And I think as I get more familiar with who everyone is, it'll be easier. But for this first issue, I had a tough time. Um, and then there are some like super exaggerated uh, facial features. Like yeah. this dude's head is just like unbelievable. Yeah, oh, that, that guy got <laughs> roasted on the playground as a kid. <laughs> My man. Like you could... Like just slap a whole four fingers on his forehead. He, he looks like that fucking. What is it? Is he a Hulk villain? I forget who it is. Oh yeah, leader. leader. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> I was getting real uh, Sanford Green vibes from this art. Um, yes. Which, which I'm a big Sanford Green fan, so like, like Sanford Green's one of those artists where like it's a draw, like he's a draw for me. So, um, I was totally cool with the art. Um, and, and yeah. Yeah, I. I don't know. It's funny because, like, obviously, I, I definitely see everything that that you're saying, yeah. Sean, and I and I am with you there in terms of the maybe not having the hook yet, but I think like the odd flavor of it made it stand out in a way that I think you know. Yes, I have read a lot of other stories this year, but I think that this one had its own vibe and tone. Made me feel like, you know. Yes, like maybe it's a bad time for this book to come out with so much competition in the in that genre, but I feel like it stands out among those because it has such a unique flavor to it, you know? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's something else in the background here that we don't really know about yet. Like the, I think it was Callie, the one who hurt her leg and winds up, you know, spoiler, uh, yeah. exploding at the end. She had this weird infection going on with her leg. So is there a bit of a zombie thing in the background here yeah like, i, I was, feel like the, the, the hook is is being teased at us rather than giving it us uh, in the first issue yeah i was wondering the same thing because like i, I think they call them like the zelo or something or the monsters. oh the resident evil dogs yeah right and i was like well they're yeah. dogs right so like yeah. is that like some kind of disease or infection or something like that yeah. and like takes over you and then you be, just become a weird pink fleshy monster i don't know yeah, and, and I think the story will definitely continue to unfold. I wouldn't say um, this is something you should avoid. I just think, uh, especially because you know these two really enjoyed it. For me, I I think I'm I need to see a little more. This is a book that I would be willing to give a few more issues to to hook me. It just hasn't yeah. happened quite yet. Yeah, I think I'd say pull it 
if if it sounds interesting to you. Like if any of the stuff that we said struck a chord with you, if you're familiar with, you know, any of the creative team's work and you'd like to see more of it, um roll the dice on this one. Yeah, please. If you give me a crime story, I could read 50,000 crime stories in a year, right? So if this if this <laughs> type of story is up your alley and you're not, you know, burnt out by all means. Yeah. It's also like a vault comic book. So like give some money to a non big three publisher too. So that's fair. And also like knowing what we know about what Rom is capable of, like the idea that there is a hook here is like, I, I fully have faith that this is driving somewhere. Right. So. Mm -hmm. um, And I think, I think the swamp thing took maybe like two issues for me to really get the hook as well so i remember you just, saying yeah. that yeah. yeah yeah so maybe yeah maybe there's a point to that too right like maybe this is a book that needs a little room to breathe um mm. before you get to that oh okay here's what this is got it <laughs> fair enough well let's let's talk about uh batman's secret files the gardener number one uh first of all for those of you who don't know this was a five dollar comic just want to point that out you're welcome, um, Sean. Yeah, thanks. I think <laughs> I, I think that the the James Tinian name on a book increases its price by a dollar. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> Is he doing Joker? He's doing Joker too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Sean, you just you knew that right away, and you gave me a, a look. Are you still reading Joker? Um, no, what? Any, any update there? Any update there? No. No, the only update is that I'm not reading Sean's it. Like, this, I have the no stealth idea. Jim Gordon book? No? I, I have no idea what's going on in the second arc of that book <laughs> that just got started. Lady um, Payne? No. Why would it, why would you know that? No. No. Uh, it's 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 James Tinian, uh, Christian Ward uh, on art. Tom Napolitano did the letters here. Um, so definitely a great creative team. On a book that did literally nothing for me. Really? really? Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Sure. Not okay. literally nothing. Okay. All right. The art is great. Okay. But I can't believe that I bought a comic book that cost $5 <laughs> that was literally only a monologue by a character I don't know and do not care about. Light week, guys. Light week. <laughs> not compelling at all, right? And not to mention, feels like super shoehorned into the, the, the mythos of Batman in a way that's just, like, not believable at all. Um, this was frustrating for me. And, Sean, just to clarify, you're not currently reading the Tinian section of like, the Tinian Batman story no, you're, just, on that, you're like yeah. only like certain parts of it right yeah yeah like okay all right um yeah this this uh it was light week so i had to i was like hey why don't we read this christian ward comic because it's really good um i love christian ward as an artist uh his uh he did uh black bolt uh with saladin ahmed a couple years back Ooh. which i think was like my favorite book of that year really really good miniseries um but there's this like there's nobody really like Christian Ward out there. So whenever I see a Christian Ward book, I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I don't care what that is. I'm going to give that a shot. Um, it's a real painterly aspect to it. And Christian Ward really messes with the panel layouts, which I think was a little detrimental in this. Mm. There were a couple of double page spreads where I didn't really know how I should be reading something. Yeah. Um, and where does that fall to the letterer? Does that fall to the artist? I, I'm not sure where the, the blame would be there. 
Um, but but I, I actually kind of enjoyed this. I thought uh, Tinian's been introducing a lot of new characters into his Batman run, which is nice to see um, because they're not just like new villains. You know, it's honestly more protagonists to add to Batman's kind of family. Sure. Um, with a ghost maker, um, the, the clown hunter, and then, you know, Gardner here. Um, and this, I, I, I expect this to be like a, like a, a quick origin story to who the gardener is, but really this isn't poison Ivy, like reestablishment of her in the DC universe. Um, and it's kind of a synthesization of her story and where does she land on the villain scale, which I thought is, is nice to have because I think she's one of those confusing characters about where she stands on any given time. Um, I don't think this was marketed as that, which is a problem. Uh, I was, kind of expecting an actual story to be told here um right but it's more of a it's more of a, a flashback um i did have a, a an issue with the whole oh uh woodrow and alec holland and poison ivy and oh this God. character were just in a in a class together but like okay so this is kind of inside baseball but like tinian uh worked with like Snyder in, in college. Like I think Tinian was taught by Snyder in college. Yes. But, like I live nearby where the school they taught at. So like I would go to restaurants and just see him eating, you know, eating with Scott Snyder and a couple other comic writers oh, at wow. any given time. I'm like, oh, this looks familiar. Um oh. I guess Snyder would be the Woodrow of the situation here. That's funny. Mexican restaurant over here is pretty good. <laughs> Let's not compare Snyder and Woodrue too closely because Woodrue does some shady stuff. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, well, let's not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, may, maybe you know something we don't know, but you know, <laughs> it's. Uh, I thought it was a little too much of a, a coincidence. And then, like, the part of me that's like a real continuity nerd that I try to stifle at any given moment was like, no, they're not the right age. Like, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't help that. So, um, but so it's funny. Um, not, not really like um, no, like thinking of the context of this book, right? Because like obviously, continuity in the DC universe right now is like kind of fast and loose. Um, when I first started reading this, I was like, oh, this is like an Elseworlds thing. Like I was like, this is like not. This is obviously not how things actually happen. Like this is like an alternate kind of telling right where they're like playing with this idea um so when i got to the end and it's like oh continued in like the actual ongoing of batman right now is like oh um i i think i liked it more when i thought it was like <laughs> an annual kind of like oh this is just like a character study thing about poison ivy like cool you know and i, I was like oh that's kind of interesting but yeah i feel yeah. like it as like I guess a retconning, you know, for because it is, I guess, sure. right? Like, yeah, like ah, I don't know about that as much. <laughs> and and to give context to to the end of the story, which I don't think the end of the story really, as a standalone, really explains what happens. But uh, the gardener, I guess, takes out poison ivy's humanity and plants that as a separate seed somewhere so there's going to be a different um, there's two poison ivies bouncing around that's why you see one yeah. in swamp the thing in swamp yeah. thing oh yeah. okay that clicks for yeah. me now is that uh okay but i think in the last batman issue they they real she realized oh that i kind of fucked that up so they, they're bringing them together again and harley's back in and um, they kiss uh, i think poison ivy and harley kiss in the comic this week so um that's officially canon um finally um 
Yeah, I feel like Poison Ivy's been in such a weird place lately. Yeah. And they're finally sort of getting her back to, you know, something a little closer to normal. But uh, this Gardner character, like, I I just, I don't know. And you had a whole oversized issue to explain to yep. me why I should care about her. And I walked away from this not caring about her. Yeah, um, I care about Poison Ivy. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And so, and I also don't know Gardner's power set or, or lack thereof, or it's, it's, uh, what separates it from poison ivy like i don't think she what, has powers i think it's just that she has these more a, yeah monsters at her disposal yeah she's more of a scientist like a scarecrow type sort yeah of thing. yeah which is cool i guess um but i i really wish this had just been a poison i mean i guess it was a poison ivy story yeah, yeah. i feel like they used her more as a framing device which is like again like i don't necessarily dislike that but like it the issue is called the gardener, right? Like it's yeah, that's it's, that's my issue. Yeah. It's supposed to be more about her, and I walk away from it feeling like, man, Poison Ivy's really a good character, huh? <laughs> but also, like in terms of a marketing thing, like if it's a Poison Ivy story, why don't you tell us it's a Poison Ivy story? I feel like that would yeah, like the random person walking in a Midtown Comics or something, and they see a Poison Ivy book on the stand. Yeah, uh, maybe they would pick that up rather than the Gardener. Although <laughs> her design is pretty cool. You know, with like little, little grass dogs with her. So um, I feel like the the what is it? I guess the second or third page or whatever it is. It's like the title page um, where it's like the drawing of, of her and her cape like yeah. suit jacket. Yeah. But then her mm-hmm. face is in the fo- that looks so cool. Like she has yeah. a totally cool vibe and look and everything. But I just feel like we didn't get a ton about her except for the fact that like we know that she had this goal and that's why she developed these things that she now has as a power set. And we get an idea of like what her ability is in terms of like what she's capable of achieving. Right. Cause like obviously poison Ivy so powerful and she fucking cloned her or whatever the fuck, like that's a huge, okay, cool. Like she's on the board. She can achieve things. That's great and everything. But like, what do I know about her as a person aside from the fact that she doesn't like superheroes and like I guess lives off on her own and she used to be in love with Poison Ivy. Not really anything, you know, and that's for, you know, to your point, John, a double-sized issue, it feels like the backstory that we kind of summarized in a page and a half, we maybe could have done with some more of that and less of Ivy. And even for me as somebody who's reading the current Batman run and and I will say I'm really enjoying it. It's It's different. It's very not it's a not typical Batman story, but like we don't get much of the gardener in that either. Like she shows up, you know, she's she's uh, Ivy's like X in a way. Um, So that's why I picked this up. I'm like, oh, I want to know more about the character that we didn't mm. get that in this. So um, I, I rather this would have been just something on the gardener herself. You know, but. yeah. Like what does what did this issue add to the overall knowledge of Gotham or Poison Ivy or even the Gardener. I guess we know more about the Gardener than we did before, but like, how does this meaningfully give something to Gotham that we didn't already have? I don't, I don't care about any of this. I guess, I guess there's an argument to be made that this is that they're trying to build a new like direction for, for Ivy. Yeah. Right. Like the whole um, the whole bit where she's saying I'm trying to find the line, but she's basically saying like, yeah, don't hurt her. Help her. 
right? And she says, I believe uh, you won't just lash out because you come at things uh, from an outside-the-box way, so I want you to think about this outside-the-box. She's basically making the case that, like, Ivy can be salvaged, right? Like, she can be saved, and she can be turned into a force for good. And I'm wondering if this entire thing is to that end, to, like, give her, like, a, a proper face turn in the way that it feels like they've kind of done for Harley the last several years where it's like, yeah, she's a an anti-hero or whatever. She's in the Suicide Squad. She still goes and does crook things, but she's not really, like, hurting people for kicks anymore, right? Like, the whole, yeah. they helped who they wanted to help and they hurt who they wanted to hurt. It's like, okay, yeah. So it feels like they want to maybe cement Ivy in that now, right? As, like, she's more of an, you know, ambiguous figure morally more of an anti-hero rather than a villain i feel like we've been down that road with ivy so yeah, many know. times like sure. i didn't need the gardener to know that poison <laughs> ivy is like has a good heart you know um yeah right that's very true <laughs> I, I feel like we've been down that hole since snyder's swamp thing run where he introduced sure. her right yeah yeah yeah. And then I felt like even during Heroes in Crisis, they were kind of dealing with that. So, you know, I I, I just I don't know who this was for. The art's great. Um, we haven't talked too, too much about it, but the art's really good. I love the colors here. Um, and those dogs are those dog designs are cool as hell. Right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. you mean origin on the dogs? That's what I want. They're so cool. feed them. The fact that they're basically wolves, but they're like mouths open up like the fucking shit from Stranger Things or like a Venus flytrap or something mm-hmm. is such a cool oh, design. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a really cool Pokemon. <laughs> Word, right? Yeah. This, would be, this would be a cool Pokemon. Um it's great yeah. rest hype, obviously. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I, I would say skip this. I don't think this is necessary reading at all. No, but I, I, I think for me, if you're like if you're like Tyler and you're a big fan of Christian Ward's art, like I, I don't know, like, I think it's enjoyable enough if you're interested in the interiors. Like, I don't think that there's much here in terms of, like, the script as, like, a this is a must-pick-up. But, like, if you're down yeah. to check out some of these really cool, you know, some of the great artwork, I don't think it's a bad issue per se. But, like, I definitely think it's better in a vacuum than in the context of continuity. Yeah, like, like even if even as, like, a supplemental thing to... The current Batman, and I don't even think it's necessary at this point. I think if they collect the Batman secret files, you know, like with the uh, Peacekeeper, not Peacemaker. Um, oh, and I think I think like uh, Ghost Ghostmaker has one too. Um, but like if they collect that, like I think it'd be a good story to have in there, you know, as like a collection in this Batman secret files thing. But Tyler, I just realized this is the second time you had us read a Batman files book that you thought was going to be about a different character. <laughs> I know first one wasn't me. First that, one wasn't that me. was that was me. I oh, thought okay, it was about bad. Peacekeeper. Yeah. I knew what it was about and I just let him do his thing. So by the way, enjoyed that so much more than this. Would have read it anyway because of the names attached. Um that was a great book. So I agree with Tyler. You should pick up the collected edition for that. If they even do it. I feel like some of the, sometimes these kind of books kind of fall out, fall by the wayside in terms of collections, but especially with the paper shortage and the supply yeah, chain DC and trying yeah. to collect. Anything they don't have to. They should get around to reprinting Batgirl, uh, Burnside, and some of those books that need love. Um, you, you have a you have a, a gap in your collection there that you 
you sound sour about <laughs> well no i i feel like i've read that a lot of these books are are uh are not uh being reprinted as often as they need to so yeah. you know um let's talk about another tinian joint uh this, yeah this one being the nice house on the lake number six book six uh alvaro martinez bueno on art jordi belair of course as always on colors um can I just off the bat say like it's nice to get some melanin in this book? Yep. Like <laughs> that was my main, main gripe with it. Um, but yeah, so it's nice to you get like a new perspective on this. And then this character seems very important too. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he seems like he's easily the most important of all these fucking chuckleheads. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's the I believe his name was Desmond. For those of you who watched the uh, Lost, oh, you mean the best character in Lost? Yes, I'm not <laughs> yeah. agreeing. I'm not disagreeing. Just he's that character who comes into the story a little bit later, who yeah. knows a lot more than everybody else, and is connected in a deep way to the mystery. Um, and so, for that reason, I love Reg. Reg is awesome. Yeah, he's black. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> I, I like. He also he feels like. Uh, maybe not the first character, but like he feels like the first character who's interested in being an actor that's not an idiot. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like everyone else has been like, that's, I'd like to do true. something, but I have yeah. no idea what to do. And he's like, I already figured it out. Like, I already I already have all the pieces put together. Like, let's get it together, gang. Yeah. I, I didn't really realize hoping... this until you mentioned that, how everyone else is an idiot in this book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, or just or just like <laughs> fucking not interested in yeah in Checked engaging or with, an yeah. idiot. It's yeah. just yeah, um, <laughs> and not to the point where it's like unbelievable. Like most people are not that smart. Yeah, right? like that's fine. But I would be one of them. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd say I'm not. I wouldn't know what's shit. going on here. I'd be the asshole who's like, well, I found the big black yeah. house, but I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. Oh, I got this unlimited Amazon. I can keep delivering. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'd just be trying to get comics and games. Man. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> You'd be like, I'm that guy from uh, that episode of uh, fucking Twilight Zone. So he's like, finally, there's time now. <laughs> and then your glasses break and you're fucked. <laughs> I get more glasses. It's well, true. That's true. Well, on Walter's Island, you can just get glasses if you need them. Yeah. It's so it's beautiful. Nothing can go wrong I'm here. I'm good to so, go. Like, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be trying to leave. <laughs> so you'd be mm -hmm. totally content on Walter's Island. 100,000%. I have... Uh, you know, Walter's Amazon <laughs> on demand. Okay. Um, so, so wait, so this is, this is, you know, he's an alien, you know, everyone in the world is dead yeah. besides you. Yeah, you're just, you're leave. just coasting. Everyone's dead. Why would I leave? Who's no one's out there for me. The only people around for me are the people on the island. And you learn like, any new hobbies like carpentry or something. You or can take it up. I'd you be can like, deliver Yo, it to me. Yeah, give me a buzzsaw, brother. Like, let's go. Like, I'll build a house. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I got to die either. I got unlimited yeah. time. I'm immortal. True. Like, yeah. By the way, this island has artists. We can we can make our own comics. Like, we can we can rebuild everything. For who? For, <laughs> us, for us, Tyler. We have to be satisfied and Man. entertained. You sound like people with zines at Thought Bubble right now. Like, just... <laughs> dude, we could make Comic Con on this island. Are you kidding so me? So, what I would do is if I know I can't die, right, and I can get whatever I want, I'd be like a new evil Knievel type shit doing crazy shit on this lake, trying to like jump through hoops and shit, like flaming yeah. hoops. I'd go all out. You're like, I want to read some books. I'm like, no, I want to. 
I want to jump I a tank over a ravine. Yeah, exactly. I want to see if they can deliver a tank. Dude, you know how many like old movies and comics and books I could just have delivered no. to me? Well, you could finally watch Rashomon. What's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you'll know. I'll learn. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, that, I'll that, have... that was yeah. That was like my uh, my degree coming out there. You know. <laughs> no. Right. Your degree that you always tout. Um, <laughs> that I don't use. <laughs> That has done me no good Kale. in my life, you know. That's the he's only that, good that I come at. With, so he's he's got that comics degree, which is <laughs> you know really um, working out. Uh, so let's talk about the quality of the issue. Sure. Okay. I figure we talk about each issue, so we're just gonna go crazy at this point. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I mean this one gives us a lot more backstory on Reg's relationship with Walter. Kind of why Reg was placed in a you know, different position than everybody else. Had he been just one of them from the beginning, that wouldn't have worked out for Walter's plans because he knows everything. Although at the same time, you can ask yourself, well, isn't it the case that he can just wipe the minds of anyone at any time? So who cares? I was wondering if the reason behind that was because Walter was talking to Reg. In yeah, some Reg way. is kind of an like a, an architect, whether he knew it or not. Uh, to this whole thing yeah like that like yeah. maybe like walter was selfishly keeping reg separate so that he could still have a relationship with him rather than the rest of them who obviously fucking resent him that makes sense and to be fair i think he does talk a little bit about or there's a hint at why reg is ostracized in an earlier issue that i can't remember right now yeah so and i think it i think it was what they referenced back at this time where he's like Walter would keep talking to him about it and blank his mind. And then I guess now that they're here and all the pieces are on the table, right. you know, it was kind of like, okay, like you've been helping me all this time. Like we're good. Right. And Reg was like, yeah, sure. bud." and then, you know, was doing his <laughs> own thing. You know, that was, that was the impression that I got, whether that's right or not, who knows, but that makes sense to me. How are you guys feeling about like the, uh, the usage of like, um, just text throughout these issues like before it was the notes you know that the guy was delivering from amazon now it's an aim conversation which really dated me my I, was, I was hearing that i i didn't <laughs> that's funny i th i didn't mind that um it, i feel like similar to like what we've said about how like those like infographics and those similar kind of pages have been using the x-men um mm -hmm. since the krakoa era I feel like when it's done well, I like it. And when it's not, I don't. And I feel like right. for this, when you're trying to tap into that, like, oh, in high school, they were all best friends and every it's like, OK, it kind of grounded me in that time period a little bit. And like you as a fellow fellow old, I was like, ah, yes, like this is familiar mm -hmm. to me. And like, yep. I remember having these kinds of conversations with people where like things always felt dramatic and serious and blah 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 but like yeah. in this case yeah. it actually fucking is right like right that 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 worked for me it played for me i also really enjoyed it here i was on the board of like this gotta go a few issues ago yeah um but but it, i thought it worked here because you know who's reading this book that can't that doesn't remember these times you know what i'm saying oh like, there are people who are like what the hell is this i yeah, guarantee I'm, it I'm, I'm sure there are but you know what i'm yeah. you know what i'm getting at like it's it's something that a lot of the people that are reading this will immediately be able to connect to for mm -hmm. all the reasons that pete laid out and so for that reason i feel like it's effective um 
And, you know, I really like whenever they take the time to dig in deep with these characters, I find that I like them. Yep. But there's so many that we don't like it's just not enough. And then when we do it right and then we kind of pivot away from those particular characters for a few issues, when they come back to them, I've forgotten who they are or I've why I like them that. in the first yep. place. I'm like, oh, I like Reg a lot. And then they flash back to I'm like, I know I know Nora. I was going to say I and I definitely I don't remember anyone else. Yeah, that was a huge problem for me in the flashback where uh, at the beginning of the story. Or no, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of the last issue. Yeah, yeah where yeah, where it was yeah. the thing where it's like the setup of this high school section of the book, um, and it was like, oh my god, okay, wait, so Veronica's <laughs> Ron, because like they also have like nicknames right. that they call them in at different points, and like you know, Norm was Nora was Norm when they were in high school, so it's like I'm like, oh my god, they're like. If it was like five, four or five characters, that would be fine. But the fact that there's yeah. like ten of them, it's like, oh shit, I don't remember like anybody's names. You know? Yeah, I feel like this is a Pepe Sylvia board behind me, you know, like trying to like put threads of of and needles to figure out all right, who's who and who was with who and what you know school. Oh my god, the relationships are just like everywhere too. It's not. It's just so hard to keep yeah. up with this. This is where I want some like Tom Mueller uh, design work with like some like you ever Hickman's Avengers where they have like a tree yes, and like who's dude. all connected. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah. That, I would like that. I, yeah. I feel every, like I feel like every issue would benefit from that. One hundred percent. I'm not I'm sorry. Like every time I see Nora in the past, I go, who the hell is that? And then when they say Norm, I'm like, oh, Norm is Nora. OK, great. But I forget it every time. There was a third character. There was a, a, a third or fourth character in that scene that I have no clue who they were. The I had that goes in the dark room. Veronica. Oh, no, no Sam? The Sam. That's the other guy. Sam, yeah. yeah. Who's and that? Dude, last issue, I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm finally getting it. I'm finally remember, remembering names. I go back to this issue. It's gone. Yeah. I had and that also, exact same problem. I remember when we when we reviewed the one that was about the comedian where he revealed that yep. they and I yep. don't even remember his name. Um, but when he revealed yeah. that they couldn't die, I was like, oh, I'm finally I'm finally locking in with these characters. Yeah. But now I'm like, ah, shit. No, like, and you I, know what? By the next issue, I won't remember Reg's name. Like by the next, because, by the next issue, you're not going to remember the name of this comic book. I might have because, kids by the time the next issue yeah, comes out. We don't Who know knows? when the next issue is coming out. And the, the the screwed up part is that because of that, I have to hold that against the series. I, there's, what else can I do? You're telling me, because by the way, this issue did not set us up for a break. This didn't leave us at a point where I'm like, yeah, okay, I can't wait for this to go on no. hiatus. Like, no, I, I was like, I can't wait for the next issue. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. I was gonna say I'm knocking this issue because it's good. Like, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know when the next issue is. You know, so I guess to to disagree with you a little bit, Sean. I do feel like the last page like is a big like. It's like, oh fuck, like, the, like he's resetting things basically. Oh and, yeah, and like that's yeah. a new status quo. That is like, but like to your point, like. Hmm, what a hell of a like the story has so much momentum right now and now I just have to wait for who knows how long for it to come back like that sucks and you know that this is a book that when it does come back you're going to be like I have to reread this I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not going to fucking remember 
the finer points of the story. There's all, I already feel every time I read this book that I'm like, I should really reread this because I have such a better understanding of it now and things that I'm sure were clues and stuff in the earlier issues that went over my head would probably make sense now. So. And I, I've referenced Lost a few times. Every episode of Lost, whether you enjoyed it or not, starts with previously on Lost. And they show you the yeah. important things that have happened that you need to know so that you can enjoy the episode. And I feel like there are other comics that I have read that do that, be they Marvel comics uh, a few years ago. I don't know if they I, I don't feel like they still do that uh, to the degree that they used to. Um that they, they do this, yeah. you know, and I feel like this book would really be helped by a, a page of just like, here are the characters that you need to know for now and what they have done that's relevant to this issue. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I know that there's an element to that where it's probably like that's pages that then come out of the story. Right. Because you're not going to get rid of ad pages and, you know, cost more to print more. And yeah, I guess it is what it is, but it's like. You know, maybe to bring it back to a point that Tyler, you know, brought up earlier is like, oh, did could we have maybe gotten rid of one of the text message pages right. to have a page where I get context like four of them that yeah. I really need, you know, of just like just even just a quick reminder of like, this is Reg. He's the artist. This is what's her name. Mm -hmm. She's the other artist. This is Sam. He's the journalist. I think maybe I don't know. Like, I would be really great if I could just get it a little little catch yeah. up, you know. Um, yeah. Even if it didn't recount all the story, like giving me a family tree and being like, these people are married. These people are together. These people used to date. Like all that would be yep. super nice, you know? Yeah. It, it's like, a, well, I think it was two weeks ago when I, when we talked about a uh, uh, dark or the, the Tom Taylor fantasy DC book, whatever it was. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. a map would work there. Like there are ways of adding context to a story that isn't necessarily an, another comic book page, you know? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. That are that could really help world build and kind of cement you where you are. I also feel like the fact that we've gone over the fact that they are building a map of this area and we don't yeah. see it more is something that I, that feels weird to me. I would love to get like a bet, and it's so funny. You can if you get a Substack. It's an extra fee if you um <laughs> just pay for it. It's like a PDF. Yeah. It it is it is funny though because like you know you made the the joke earlier, Tyler, that like I'm knocking this book for being good. Um, I feel like that's also kind of true of these criticisms that we're lobbing at it. It's like, I do like these characters. I am interested <laughs> yeah. in what's happening. I'm interested more. in the world. I just yeah. want to understand it better, right? Like, I, I need uh, more context so that I can theory theorize and, and dig and catch those little clues and all that stuff. And I think that speaks to the fact that the book is so good and it does have a lot of momentum, um, it's just, I think probably a book that unfortunately is, is better served being read, uh, in a tighter time span because it's easier to remember details when they're not spread out, you know? I will say though, you know, we have, we've talked a lot about, you know, how annoying it is that this book is, you know, ending and, or not ending, but going on hiatus and things like that. This was a real good issue. Uh, when, mm -hmm. when Walter comes in and he's like, yeah, you know, uh you guys you guys gotta chill you know um and they're all like what the <laughs> fuck like someone literally says that um you know that's all like fantastic and the design of walter as this 
we don't even really know what he is, whether he's an alien or, you know, something else entirely. His glasses freak me out. I love the way that they're always presented as like, don't like it. Oh, it, it's so good. Nope. But it's so nasty because like even in one of these panels here, like yeah. they're still on his face, even though his face is completely like morphed and warped. And then you it's can still Warby see Parker for you. It's good kind stuff. of Warby Parker. Uh, this episode of the Comics Pal is sponsored by Warby Parker. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Get demonic ass glasses. <laughs> Two out of three of us wear glasses. I need them to Warby, you know, hook it up. Uh, three um, of us wear them. So. <laughs> Oh, I just I guess I meant the ones present right now. Oh, OK. Well, um, I'm not worried. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, this was a really, really good issue. The relationship dynamics are all good. The art's great. This has been a, a good looking book from day one. I, I've been showing panels for you on YouTube. Look at that. The yeah, first page with Incredible. red that that that's uh, splash page. Yeah. Great. You know, great panel there. Um, Sean, maybe I can make a reference that you might understand. Sorry, sorry, Pete, but I'm getting like real like Keith Lee main roster vibes from this. We're like, like, oh, he just beat Randy Orton. There's some there's some momentum going on. And then he's off TV for seven months. And then yep. and then he's he's let go. And like, I feel like this is what's going to happen in this book. Where I'm like, I'm really into it. It's going to be gone. And then we'll never see the end of it. You know, you, you, you might be right about that. And then what would be worse is if the book came back and like, all of a sudden, Reg was in a singlet for no reason, and you uh, know the Bearcat Reg. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, I love it. I want to love it more. I just need it to come out more frequently. And you know what? Maybe this time off will give Tinian and Co. the opportunity to see all the feedback, some of which is the criticism that we're laying out right here, and address it. You know, it, it wouldn't detract from the story in any way for you to give us one page that is a little bit helpful and uh that's it that's all you have to do there's nothing else wrong with this book or maybe I do even think it like, has too many characters but well maybe even like reassess like with the black label you can mess with the form a bit too sure like you can do bigger issues that come out quarterly you know um i wouldn't be opposed so to that i i, I would I, be okay with that yeah. I would be especially totally only if it had the names in some way to keep track of because it was quarterly i would never remember the people's names dude yeah. if this book is quarterly i'm dropping it asap <laughs> i can't deal with that i i can't remember it now i just i can't i remember it's really good i think walter might be wiping my mind after every issue i i genuinely think that this is a book that will be better in trade um yeah. as much yeah. as i am enjoying it month to month i think it's just like you know I agree that there are too many characters. I think that we could definitely have 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 reduced this group quite a bit, probably. But in the same breath, like it really is great, and it works for me on a lot of levels. And I feel like, you know, if if what's required to get the most out of this book is just like a little bit more effort on on your part as a reader to like, you know give it a reread when it comes back and all that kind of stuff that sucks but i don't think it's a reason to not uh take the plunge because i really do think this book is is high quality yeah. um it's been a great I don't, ride. Think we, I don't think we mentioned it but alvaro martinez bueno is fucking fantastic yeah. fantastic like it's so good absolutely um, yeah. the art's great it, it's there's no there's nothing like technically wrong with this book no, no. at all it's just um, this 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 aura hanging over it 
that like I won't the, the investment I'm making now won't matter. You know, and we could be overblowing this. Or it could just be a you know a saga hiatus, the first one. Um, oh, okay. I was about <laughs> to say, <laughs> no, not not the current saga hiatus. Like, you buy me a heart attack. That's what I think it's gonna be, if even that. But um, just the un the unknown bit of right. the behind the scenes that's kind of really bugging me on this, which is like clouding my judgment of the actual book. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. It, it, it's unfortunate because the work is so great, like we said, and I I can't even. I can't in good faith tell someone, I cannot tell you, listener, to buy this book, to buy this story so far, the trade whenever it comes out, knowing that you won't get anything more for an undetermined amount of time. I can't do that. I think for me, I'm in a place with the book where this is my pick of the week for what it's worth. Mine too. Um, yeah. I think that this is a book that I would recommend trade waiting. Uh, yeah. I, I think... It's it's like even if this comes out as a trade, if it's the first six are trade one and then this, the back half is trade two, I would still recommend that because I think that this chunk of the story and where it starts and where it leaves us is there's enough meat on the bone, I think, for you to get something out of it if these reviews have been in any indication of, you know, um, a story that would appeal to you, right? Like, mm. we didn't love this book. We wouldn't have reviewed all six issues, right? Um, so... Sure. I think that's high praise in and of itself. Tell that to Spawn. Well, that's fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tell that to Spawn every week. Uh, but uh, hey, yep. But I think, I think that this book is definitely worth your time. Um, but you have to go into it able to accept the caveat that like it ain't done, and we don't know when it's coming back. Like. We, I know it will, and I feel fairly confident that Tinian and Co. are going to land the plane um, based on what we've gotten so far and what we know about, you know, their abilities as creators. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's one that's worth taking the gamble on, um, but I also wouldn't begrudge you if you were like, yeah, I'll wait for it to be over. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's a totally reasonable call. And and I think I, I I would I would personally recommend you pick the trade up whenever this book gets announced is coming back. That way you can be, you know, ready yeah. to go. That's um, but idea. you read it close enough that you retain some of that info. Um, yeah. yeah. Go right off of this into book. number seven and you'll be in good shape. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's what I'm going to do with, with Saga because I fell off of Saga at some point, so I'm going to read everything that I missed and yep. then jump right in, in in January or whatever when it comes I mean, back. fuck, so. I didn't fall off, and it's still been two years, so I need a refresher. Sure. <laughs> Yo, me too. I'm going to read. I, I have every issue. Like, I don't read it. I read digitally now, except for Saga. It's just been a while, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm moving now, so it's perfect time for me to look through my old boxes and find all individual issues and get my... Dirty hands all over it. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get collections. I think. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna. Dude, you know. you are like, what's a character I can compare you to? You're just you're such a like clean freak. I'm not though. Only Do you see comics. behind me? Only with yeah, comics. but like it's specifically with, with this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, like I I do not. I try not to touch books at all. I, I, I think I know why. When my dad gave me his comic collection. I'm looking through. I'm like, this this shit's beat up. Like, I have, I have a uh, Punisher's first appearance, and it is beat to shit. And I'm like, it's, it's worth nothing now. 
um, I have like Rogue's first appearance. I have uh, the entire Dark Phoenix saga. Good condition though. Don't have good. Mm. So I think it's just like my my future child or whatever, or you know, whatever. Your donation you know, to the comic book museum. <laughs> yeah, or I'll just give it to you guys when I die. There you go. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I will gladly take that Dark Phoenix off your hands, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, not um, that. Everything besides that. Oh wow. Yeah. Then I don't want. Well, you're getting buried with that one. <laughs> Marco gets the uh, the Dark Phoenix saga. I'll hunt Marco down. <laughs> That'll be the end of the comics, pals. Um, before we go, of course, we want to let you guys know what books we are looking forward to that are coming out next week. Of course, we have to add the caveat that with the supply chain <laughs> issues, we don't actually know that whatever we talk about right now will release. Uh, but with that being said, I will start because I'm looking forward to a book that we shouted out like two weeks ago, and that's Hulk number one. By Donny Cates. Still looking forward to it, I see. There we go. Very much so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is exciting, man. Like, Immortal Hulk was great, um, but it's over. And Hulk is immortal no more, as they are saying. Um, And we're going to see what Donny Cates does with him. He doesn't need the freshening up that Venom sort of did. So it's not that situation. It's more like a Thor situation where a, a legendary run on Thor ended. And now Donnie Cates has to come in and keep people on the character, you know, and sometimes that can be the tougher job. Yeah. So he, he did it with with uh, with Thor. I'm hopeful for Hulk and having Ryan Otley present, Pete's favorite artist, is a huge, huge draw. And the uh, the taglines on the cover of the first issue is a. Uh... What if the Hulk exists to protect us from Banner? I'm like, okay. Interesting. Got me. That yeah, that's interesting. interesting. That's a cool hook. God, that's like a that's like a Bendis era concept. Like, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, that's definitely one I'm I'm interested Same, in, yeah. in at least picking up the first issue. You know, I got to support my boy Ryan. Um, we'll see how long he stays on the book. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, any um, other books you guys wanted to? Yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, it's 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 a week of Marvel number ones next week uh, with Black Panther number one by uh, John Ridley and Juan Cabal coming out next week as well. Mm. Um, John Ridley, the screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave, I believe. Yes, indeed. Um, and Juan Cabal, one of the Stormbreaker artists from Marvel Comics um, that uh, I really enjoy. He did uh, the some of um, Tom Taylor's X-23 Wolverine stuff. It's real good. Um, there was like an Electra book years ago by i want to say rosenberg i could be wrong on that it was very good wonka ball is one of those up and coming like a marvel artist that i really enjoy um and then hawkeye kate bishop number one wonder why that's coming out next week hmm. um by a team i don't know at all yeah. it's marieki nichkamp and enid balam like i literally do not recognize a single name on this creative team and i'm fucking ready for it you know like New Blood. I love Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop is probably one of my favorite Marvel characters. Um, I think she's better than Clint, at least current Clint, you know. Hmm. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And in great timing, you know, because the show comes out next Friday as well. I kind of like that strategy of giving a book that people will read anyway yep. to new creators who are worth a shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a that's a great way to get those creators over. So hats off to Marvel on that decision. Yeah, that is smart, right? Because like the I don't know, like, you already have that tie-in. Like, you don't necessarily need to put an A-tier name on it. And if it's somebody yeah. who's got chops 
and everybody reads it, then everyone's going to be like, oh, who the fuck is this? And then you're putting over some of your more junior talent, you know? Yeah. Um, Pete, did you have a, a unique pull or Hulk for you as well? Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to shout out uh, X-Men number five. Mm, OK, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that one is, because that that book's been weird for me. Where like part of me likes it and part of me feels like it feels out of place in the current era of X-Men. Um, but, you know. I feel like with every one of these books, I'm like, well, I'll give it 12 to 18 issues before I decide if it's any good. So <laughs> I'll give it a whole run before I like it. You yeah. Know? Or, or I decide, you know what? This isn't actually this wasn't what I wanted, but that's OK. <laughs> it's a big week next week. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I got like uh, DC vampires, which I enjoyed last week, like last time it was out friggin. Echo Lands is out next week. Uh, that Texas Blood, guys. I'm not on the image reviews, but that Texas Blood might be like book of the year for me. It's wow. so damn good. How many issues deep? Uh, it is 12 issues deep. I think this might be the culmination of the second arc. All right. Well, uh, it's Chris Condon and J- Jacob Phillips. It's it's got like a it's got a Brubaker Phillips kind of feel. It's Jacob Phillips, which I think it's his son or brother. It's his son, Sean Phillips's. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, it's it's ooh, Sean. You you like a good crime story with a little bit of like supernatural in it, like a tinge. Sure. Of it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. All right. Well, I gotta read that on Tyler's recommend recommendation. Oh, go ahead, Pete. I was gonna just say before we close out here, if we're shouting out image books, even though I'm on those, uh, Radiant Black number ten uh, is getting mm-hmm. the solicits, and mm, I can't wait to see that fucking book. And. Pete, remember when Kyle Higgins told us about the little like black light thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried to get one because I, I remembered that he said that there was some cool shit in number nine. So Try to get a black light? Yeah. Wait, like the, wait, wait, the wait, what? One? Yeah. Show me okay. it on this. All yeah. right. Okay. So when we spoke with Kyle Higgins, we did an interview with him at New York Comic Con. Yeah. And yeah, sorry, he, I don't want you guys' content. You know, it's okay. You know, like... Don't worry. Um, <laughs> he, he told us that issue 10 was going to. Uh, be really cool. Well, we, we even got to see it, but like he told us that if we use the black light and he showed us how it worked, there'd be more colors that would pop and different cool things like that. Um, and he told us the way we could get the exclusive one was to go to the image shop or the radiant black shop that would become available from issue nine. Um, and there was a QR code you could scan in issue nine. And when I did that, th- it was all sold out. Damn. Yep, man, you missed out on the Room Raiders edition of of <laughs> Radiant Black. <laughs> you killed him on that one, shit. <laughs> He's fucking oh dying. I'm, I'm I'm slowly learning how to just ruin Sean at the end of the show. Room Raiders, deep oh cut. God. You got to get that black light out. Check out that room before you let him through. I love that show. Wow, yeah. damn. Uh, yeah, so definitely pick up Radiant Black number ten as well. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope you <laughs> it's my, appreciate it's my thing now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're, you're doing it consistently. Um, hopefully yeah. you guys enjoy our conversations about these books. What books do you want us to read? Write in and let us know, leave that follow rating review. All that stuff helps us out a lot. YouTube.com slash the comics pals subscribe for free, like the video, share your comments with us, share the video with your friends. If you leave a comment, check out our answers to your comments every Monday on the Comics Pals main show. We're talking about the characters you love and all the places you can find them. 
And of course, if you want to hear us talk about image books, that's every single Wednesday we're doing our image reviews. For Tyler and Pete, I'm Sean saying until next week, take care, guys.